Welcome to the Panic Attack Recovery Podcast, an ongoing source of practical strategies and tips for anxiety and ADHD. We're a collaboration of former sufferers helping those currently struggling with anxiety, panic attacks, and ADHD so they can express their true competencies in life. Now, here is Matthew, your host. Hi there, and thank you for joining me for another podcast. Today, what I would like to talk about is how two things happen when you effectively manage stress in your life. You avoid regression and you experience progression. You might be asking, what do I mean by this? I will certainly tell you, but first, I suggest you burn this phrase into your brain. This phrase can become a good reminder when you are going about your daily life. Say this to yourself when you are stressed. Avoid regression and experience progression by effectively managing stress in your life. It sounds easy. It maybe even sounds empty. But what does this really mean? You become more productive and efficient with your time and effort on your goals and certainly feel a lot better in general when you avoid regression. And obviously one needs to figure out how to do this in order for it to become a meaningful change in his or her life. One of the big tricks here is to recall this phrase every time you have a thought that's negative or a worry comes into your mind when you're engaged in a task. In other words, as soon as you get distracted when you're doing something, think about avoid regression, experience progression, manage stress. So what would this look like in your daily life? Imagine you're doing something, you're working on your to-do list, or you're going about your job, whatever the case may be. You're doing something, you're working along, and a negative thought enters your mind. You have to realize that this is a typical pattern as an anxiety sufferer that often happens to you, and it stops you from moving forward, in other words, progressing. You are no longer progressing since you have started to engage with this negative thought that's entered your mind. And this process happens very automatically. It's very subtle when we're doing things, especially anxiety sufferers and really anyone who has any challenge with stress. And what I mean by challenge is, yes, we all have stress, but people who are really held back because of their stress, their productivity is zapped. Those are people that really struggle with this problem of having these thoughts come into their mind where they really don't even notice this is going on. This process, in effect, is running on autopilot, but it's a very negative process because of how it forces you to fall backwards. The real downside is when a negative thought comes into your mind, and once you even become aware of it, if you do become aware of it, you stop moving forward, so you don't progress. In other words, you're distracted from the task at hand because you're now thinking this negative thought, but you actually go backwards. In other words, you regress. You go backwards because you feel drained and worse after ruminating about something. You are less motivated to get things done. And again, the the real harm here is that this process operates in the background of your mind without you even noticing much of the time. And because it's undetected, it's not going to be very effective for you to be able to engage in negative thoughts that are coming up in your mind while you're trying to go about your daily business, completing tasks, 
So it's one thing when you become aware of the fact that you're being distracted. It's even still challenging, though, to break out of this. But what's more challenging is noticing that you are being distracted. Let me explain this process a little further. You and I, all of us, have goals in life. I'm not necessarily talking about goals in a sense such as huge entrepreneurial goals, though they may be. For some of you, this could be as simple as learning and developing new habits that make you less anxious. For others, it might be completing items on a to-do list. The point is that your execution and progress in your goals is affected in the same way by these distractions of stress. That is, they are negatively affected. Your progress is negatively affected. However, this does not have to be the case. And that is my point here. Your to-do lists and goals should be guided by you, your inner passions, rather than rumination and worry, which is what is happening for people on autopilot who suffer from stress and anxiety. In other words, the rumination and worry is crowding out your inner passions, your goals, your to-do lists, whatever they may be. And this does not have to be the case. For one, you can obtain a ton of strategies from this podcast series about what you can do in order to stave off your anxiety, worry, and ruminations. In fact, not long ago, I produced a video about rumination, how to stop rumination. You can obtain this video by visiting our YouTube channel or our website, Panic Attack Recovery. And by the way, you can easily find us by doing an internet search on your search engine of choice and simply searching for the phrase panic attack recovery. Or you can search on YouTube or iTunes and various other platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, and you will find us with the phrase panic attack recovery. However, what's most important in today's podcast episode is to discuss the overall strategy that is most required for you to be able to manage your stress so that you avoid regression and experience progression. The overall strategy is to become more mindful of when stressful thoughts begin to impede your progress when you're working on your goals and carrying out your daily activities. The thing is, we all have momentum in our day-to-day tasks when we're working well. In other words, I can be working on a project without interruptions and distractions, and I'm being very effective with my time. I'm feeling good about what I'm doing. I'm feeling passionate. I feel my creativity flowing. And this experience, of course, varies by individual in terms of specifics. But overall, I think in general, the process is very similar for all of us. So when one is going along about their business, doing their thing, things are going efficiently, Things can be very annoying when they come up and they distract you. Those are the things that are obvious. But why are they annoying? They're annoying because you know that they're interrupting you from your flow. An example for me is the following. I use electronic devices as reminders for various things that I need to do throughout the day. I program many things into my iPhone and I get reminders on my Apple Watch. And I find that very effective for providing a reminder when I need to do something. I don't rely wholeheartedly on an electronic device to send me reminders. I have an overall list of things that I want to accomplish throughout the day. And that's what I would recommend for everyone, that you always have a plan for your day, 
regardless of whether or not you are on a weekend or a workday. And that's very effective to prevent one from ruminating on things that don't involve our goals. The reason I want to talk about my experience is that I use an Apple Watch and I use an iPhone and I use iCloud to remind me to do things. Often though, when I'm working, I get reminders on my Apple Watch to do certain things during the day. But when I'm working on something and I'm really in a state of efficiency, all of a sudden I get these tactile reminders from the Apple Watch. If you have one, you'll know what I mean. You have your watch giving you this uh, vibration telling you it's time to do something. And sometimes, although it's really helpful, and I'm glad that I get these reminders, it can be a little annoying because you're in the middle of something and this distracts you. Now, I've come to recognize that it could be a, a notification of some sort from an external party, or it could be a reminder of something to do. But I do notice that this initial feeling that I have is that the reminder is actually kind of an annoying interruption in what I'm doing. What's my point here? My point here is not to say that I don't want to get these reminders because I do. It's that I'm noticing, I'm aware because of the tactile nature of the reminder through Apple Watch, I'm aware of the interruption and I feel the frustration. And the point I wish to make is that when we're in a state of flow and we're working on something and we're interrupted, this is something we have to be aware of. And what I said earlier, I think many of us experience the fact that we are interrupted periodically throughout the day when we're doing things by thoughts, negative thoughts, regressions, worry, anxiety that comes into our process. So we're no longer focusing on our progress. We're no longer focusing on the activities we ought to be focusing on. We become distracted, but we're not even aware of this distraction. So we don't have the annoyance in the same way that I described earlier. We're not really aware of it. We just maybe feel anxious or stressed out, perhaps a little bit irritated or perhaps very irritated. The point is, as you train yourself to become more aware of the distractions that enter your mind, and you can absolutely do this, you learn to take back control and block further disruptions of your work towards your goals, towards your passions. This will in turn mean that you are more likely to experience growth and creativity and enter that flow state that psychologist Mihai Csikszentmihalyi discusses. For many years, he has discussed and popularized the term flow, a flow state. He describes a flow state as a state in which people are so involved in an activity that nothing else seems to matter. The experience is so enjoyable that people will continue to do it, even at great cost, for the sheer sake of doing it. If you therefore think about the state of flow, this is not a time for regression, but in fact, it's a time when one can be incredibly productive, whatever productive means to them. As I said, we all have goals, but we can have very different goals. Regardless of what our goals are, they're interrupted when we're not able to flow in this way. So it is really important to realize that one person's productivity can be very different from someone else's. But we all have to be productive in one way or another. You as an anxiety sufferer, perhaps, need to be productive in your strategies on a regular basis. In other words, engaging in strategies that are going to help you recover from your anxiety and to maintain the state of recovery from your anxiety. 
and to be productive in life, to move forward, to allow your passion and to get things done that you need to get done every day when you allow yourself to naturally engage in this state of flow. So the answer really is applying mindfulness to our daily activities so that we don't become distracted. And when we do, which will happen from time to time, we will return our attention to the task at hand. Now this sounds simple enough, I know, but it isn't. Ask yourself, and it's important to ask yourself the following question. How do I become more mindful of distractions when they're coming into my mind? What do I do about those distractions when they come into my mind? The more you spend some time thinking about these questions, the more you'll be able to address these challenges, address the distractions from rumination and worry when it comes into your life and stresses you out. And the more you can become aware of these distractions as they enter your life, the more effective you'll become at bringing your attention back to whatever it needs to be engaged in at the present time. But what I really like about asking these questions and thinking about being mindful of distractions is that you can come up with a customized system that works for you. As simple as saying, how do I bring my attention back to what it is I'd like to engage in? And thinking about what those distractions are for you on a regular basis. Start monitoring your thoughts when they come up during the day, when they distract you. What I think you'll experience is that there are themes throughout the day. It could be that when you encounter a challenging problem, certain memories come back to you or themes, similar theme memories come back to you, perhaps of similar challenges or whatever. And you start to recognize those very quickly and you can really bring back your focus. See, for many of these things, once you become aware of them, your focus can automatically go back to what it is you were doing with some of these not all of them. For others, and that's why it's important to have a strategy, you'll need to do something with a thought when it comes up. You might remember something that you have to do. It might come in the form of a worry, but then you realize, oh, the reason I'm worried about this is I need to take care of this today. I haven't taken care of this. So you put it on your to-do list and you say, okay, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But just doing that can be very freeing from the task at hand because now you've written it down and you don't have to worry about remembering it and being distracted so you can finish the task you're working on and get through it. But I think you need to tailor the process in a way that works for you. In general, that would be the idea with things that you need to take care of when you have worries coming into your mind. Another thing that might arise is ruminations over things that have happened in the past, things that were frustrating, perhaps problems you were trying to solve in the past that you feel you didn't solve or you didn't do a good job addressing whatever the case may be, you may need a strategy to deal with those. And you can obtain many individual strategies from our website, from our previous podcast episodes, from our YouTube videos and various other media we provide. And what you do is spend some time thinking about what strategies you will use to deal with those really difficult thoughts that come up in your mind. And as I said, a great starting point is that the video we provided on rumination and you can actually also obtain the full article on rumination, on how to stop rumination, is a really good starting point at how do you deal with the really difficult things that come up for you when you're going about your daily tasks. But rather than just trying to soldier on and move forward, you really have to spend some time planning how you will move forward. 
So in closing, you can obtain plenty of strategies from previous podcast episodes, and you know you can obtain more from us always at Panic Attack Recovery as we provide information on a continuous basis. However, the emphasis here is not so much the micro strategies perhaps at this time, but the consistent broader theme of behavior you exhibit for recovery. This behavior takes the form of staying on track with your goals in life by managing stressful distractions, which for many is in the form of ruminations and other distractions, not just external distractions, but these are really internal distractions. And these result in anxiety and worry that interferes with your daily tasks. Once you become more mindful of the distractions, many of these distractions will simply fall away. For others, you can think about what strategies might work to deal with them when they arise. And as you employ this strategy on a regular basis, what will happen is many of these negative ruminations and worries will fall away when you are focusing your mind. And naturally, this will reinforce you to focus your mind more often because that's a very pleasant experience to be able to work on what it is you're working on. But also to know that you have a system for dealing with things when they come up, writing them into your schedule on your to-do list for another time so that when you do worry about things, you can address them when they come up quickly and get back on track. So the real key is bringing your attention back when it wanders. This will lessen the distractions and ruminations. And there are many strategies that you can obtain to help you specifically with rumination and worry. You can be amazed with how helpful this process can be, not only with completing tasks at hand, but like many improvements in one domain, they yield benefits in other areas of your life. Thank you for listening to the Panic Attack Recovery Podcast. Make sure that you have subscribed to our podcast and please comment and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All show notes and links are accessible from our website. Please visit our site and subscribe to our free newsletter at panicattackrecovery.com. All information has been provided for educational purposes. Please consult a healthcare professional about any disorder or condition and the applicability of any information provided in this podcast.